Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What if Pokemon Sleep is making a real-life dream world? And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only... Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! Puckle. And welcome to the 391st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my exceptional co-host. I'd say, I'd say my, my competitive co-host. Today we've got the doc himself, Dr. Shamu. Hello. I think he's still tired from surgery last night. And then, of course, we've got, we've got just, just the, uh, the braggadocious sublime. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Too I will, much. I will never stop. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. But welcome to the show. If you're new, welcome back. If you're old, this is the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, because what else would it stand for? The Purdue University Cyclotron Laboratories? I, I doubt that. And so welcome to the Puckle Podcast, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to even such... Uh, such obscure games such as Pokemon Battle Revolution. Uh, welcome, welcome back. We, it's a great time. Uh, so some of you are probably here because, uh, John Stone led you here because we have an interview with him later in the show. We can give you the timestamp in the show notes. Um, if not, he, he might have given it to you as well. If you'd like to skip ahead to that. But if not, we, we encourage you to listen to see what else we, we do here on the show. We have a good time. So. I guess without further ado, uh, we got we got other things going on today. We've got uh, we open up with a little bit of chit chat, then we go and we break down some news. Though, granted, a lot of the news is going to be our main topic today, and then we're going to jump into uh, our Poke Quiz, where we actually quiz our co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. That's what we should call it. instead of innate. Maybe that'll make Scron feel better. And then, of course, then we'll jump into the topic, which is today going to be about the press conference that happened earlier this week, which is just crazy nutsos in and of itself. Uh, it dropped some like really weird stuff. It was it was an odd press conference in general. It was, and it was. yeah, it was a really weird one. And then the, and then after that, we'll go into the Pokemon of the episode, and then we'll end things with the interview with John Stone. So uh, I guess before we kick off too much, how are you guys doing? What's up with you? How, how's been life? Uh, not bad. Not bad. Anything new going on Pokemon wise? Uh, the only thing new is uh the summer league has started. So that has started like, badges. The the number of people I have seen saying I don't have my team ready yet is is too high. I'm gonna say it, it happens every year. It happens every no, year, and then they don't start year. collecting until like the second week of July, and then they're just like, "But how come I can't get all the badges? I don't have enough time. It's yeah. not fair." I'm like, "No, no, it was no, fair. No. What was I doing all of June for you? Like, <laughs> well, we did. I believe we did extend it this time. The time we did, we did make it nine weeks. I think this time. I think it goes like all the yes. way to the August. It's, like it, it goes, goes past that i think 
Yeah, like we way go past that. We are going like a bit farther this year because it's usually a problem. Because I but, think yeah. we actually did twelve weeks this time. I I, I gotta double check that real quick because um cause I think last time I checked it said September eighth. Yeah. It, don't know if that was right or not. I just don't remember. For uh, sure. That's probably right. Oh wait, no, it doesn't yeah, go to like, September eighth. The badge collection can't go that long. I don't know if it's. I'm not entirely right. sure. <laughs> but that's, we'll have to I do check believe. That. Yeah. So, so t- I mean, maybe in a perfect world we do that, but in like the world where Thatch values his time, that is not what happens. Um, <laughs> uh, if. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure. Uh, it does say September eighth. We should fix that. Uh, we should fix that. Um, hopefully people don't think we're going to be doing it all through August. All right. But, uh, what about you, Sublime? How, what you been up to? How's everything going? Let me tell you, not as much Pokemon news, lots of life news. I just finished, uh, the school year ended, so I'm in summer. Yay. Um, I'll be moving at the end of the summer. Ooh, to a house? Uh, to a house in the Pacific Northwest. Ooh, I yeah. can. Oh, that sounds fun. Everybody's exactly right. Yes, everyone's living. There. It's a good. It's a. It's, it's like kind of Paci- like Puckle's it, mini headquarters, really. It's like it's like the uh, the Pacific Northwest, and then and then Ohio. Yeah, uh. <laughs> there's a lot of people in the Pacific North. There's a lot of Puckle people in the Pacific yeah, Northwest. A lot of Puckle staff specifically too. Yeah. yeah. yeah we yeah. we uh we meet up. It's nice. It's good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and then I occasionally go there. Yeah, so one of these days we'll have Puckle WinterCon, the unofficial. The official. official. uh, PuckleCon's almost already unofficial. Right. Um. Well, Puckle WinterCon is going to be, we're really taking it back underground. We're putting the U back in Puckle. We're going to a basement, okay, guys? Exactly. Uh, (laughs) We're going to hang out in somebody's basement and have a good time. So I'm just living my best summer life. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah, I, I get it. Imagine get Thatch it. sipping a pina colada. A pina colada my... out of a pineapple shaped plastic. Exactly. Cup. Exactly. Uh, that's my life. It's shirt. great. It's good. Uh, yeah. That's a good picture, by the way. I was pretty happy with that picture. It is. It, it came is. out really well. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, we started posting a picture in the Discord and it, we've started turning it into a meme and it might turn into a new Thatch card for the uh for for the uh for like the patrons, patrons. yeah yeah uh, but we got badges first like the bow cards getting shipped out this weekend and then the badges I love that bow card and then the badges will start getting shipped out by the middle of the month so if you do want to get the badges um if you want to get this week this month is going to be the ferrum badge the fighting type badge if you want to get a hold of that as a patron you need to be a patron by the 10th of june so by the monday the next episode comes out on you need to be a, at that ten dollar tier if you want to get that badge so just just throwing that out there um, other than that, though, I think uh, I think that's it. I mean, for me, I've just been doing Summer League Lake Shamu. I had a few battles. I missed my gym night, but I did like another night earlier in the week. Um, I and uh, it was a good time. I, I've 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 gone one and one. Uh, I had a, a Liger got my badge because he brought a psychic type team, <laughs> full psychic type team plus Halucha. And so I'm just like, oh, that's no yeah, fun. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I can't prep for all of this. <laughs> Yeah, my, no, that's just like a hard like. Oh, well, yeah. do the. Yeah, I can't. I can't prep for all of the counters, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I can only prep for some of them. So it was just like he brought like psychic type team plus plus uh, Tapu Koko plus Halucha, and I'm just like, well, this was fun because uh, like my counter to all of those mons is just Magirna, <laughs> just Magirna. Yeah, and it can only like, handle one or two of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Magirna's real good for this stuff, just with move pool and bulk. Uh, Magirna, Magirna's just really good, and it's making me realize more and more why people want it banned. 
Yeah, um, I, I feel I feel it. <laughs> just because it feel it feels such a niche on my team, uh, and it, it's just also it's just scary. I hate facing it as well. I I absolutely just don't want to face a Vigirna. But I that, have no problem facing it. It's just like the fact that I have it. Like, oh wow, that shouldn't have tanked that thing from a DMC. Yep, what yep exactly. <laughs> uh, I should not have taken that Earth Power. I should not have taken I that Earthquake. Have, like, I have like no special defense investment. All I need was yeah. assault vest. Why? why yeah, I'm very work? confused. Why does this work? Yep. Uh, but that that's where I've been. It's been a good time just doing that, throwing this other summer league, having a good time, giving out the badge. Um. I, I've got those badges done, uh, the fighting type ones. They're like sitting on my desk. I really like them. Uh, the other ones we sent out thanks to the patrons who helped us fund another set of badges. So we've got four more coming in the mail. Uh, I think next week, actually. Uh, they, they're, they're set to, they're scheduled to be completed, um, end of next week, I think, on the 7th. I think that Friday. They're, they're scheduled to be complete. So that's going to be really cool and fun. Uh, they're going to be complete. They'll get shipped out to me. I'll probably have them the week after that, just in time for PuckleCon. It'll be a blast. We can we can wear them in our in our shirts and look like we're we're cool people, except for the people that think we're weird. Uh, but yeah, so no one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no one. <laughs> but that is it. Let's uh let's kick it on over to to the news. We got some stuff to talk about. So let's cue that epic music. Welcome to the news. Uh, so we have the press conference stuff. We're going to get to that here a little bit later in the show when we get to the topic segment after the after the quiz. But there is uh, there are some like smaller pieces of news, which I think are kind of fun to talk about. And the first thing, if we want to talk about Pokemon Go, because we have to talk about Pokemon Go. Uh, Niantic has announced that their next Pokemon Go event is Adventure Week. It typically happens this time of year anyway, like every year. It happens like the end of May, early June. Which is really nice. It's like the one consistent event that they have um, every year. And so what that means is if you go spin a new Pokestop, you will get, I think it's like 10 times experience right now, which mm. is absurd. Yeah. Um, and so this is happening June 4th to June 11th. Um, they, they've added some new things. So it, so it's Adventure Week. Um, it features increased rock type spawns, two kilometer egg hatches and raid battles and shiny Onyx, Lily and Anorith. Uh, you also get four times buddy candy during the event, 10 times experience at nearly spun pokey stops as well. And if you walk 50 kilometers with adventure sync that week, you will earn 50,000 stardust and 15 rare candies. So it's nothing to like kind of, I mean, it's cool. I'm excited. I, I'm going to go get my 50 K and go get my stardust and my, my rare candies as well. Just because I think it's, I think I just love this event. I also have that Meltan quest line still going in my, in my special research and I just want it gone. And the only thing I need to do is catch like one more Lily Baranarith and then it's gone. Um, I really just hate having that special research. We were talking about that last week. Um, it's also been a really long time since we've had any special research come out from Niantic, which is really sad. They're probably waiting for GoFest where we'll get Jirachi special research. But it's been, I mean, at that point, it'll have been seven months Yeah. since that special research came out, which is incredibly long compared to the rest of them we've had. Like we had we had that really cool Halloween one with Spiritomb. We had the Mew one. We had the Celebi one. We had uh, what, what other ones came out? We had the Meltan one. I think there's one more that came out. But they were. I mean, I enjoy the special research. I think it's a lot of fun. It gives you some long term goals. 
the other thing, I mean, there's some other things with Pokemon Go I want to talk about that came out from the press conference. There is uh, currently, I think this is go- this ends on June 3rd, so when the show comes out. So unfortunately, I just want your takes on it and see how dumb you think this is. Niantic has put sleeping Snorlaxes into Pokemon Go, uh, and you can go catch them. And uh, <laughs> they just know the move Yawn, which does no damage in Pokemon Go. I thought it was a tie-in to the press conference. It is a tie-in to the press conference. Yeah, and I like, I like, I like the idea, even if it's terrible. And you know what? For some people, especially more casual players, Snorlax yeah, is still that's true rare. So it's like, get yourself a Snorlax. Yeah, there you go. You it's missed been it. A while There's a chance. Because uh, initially it was pretty common, but now it's like it's been a while since so we got a lot, yeah. of, a lot of new. It used things. to be in. It's it used to be in raids, and it's not anymore. Well, I just right, remember the so, day, like, when, like, Gopher's launch, where once you get a certain level, it's like, oh, here's, like, four Snorlaxes sitting in a corner. Yeah. It was just super common. Like, I think even to myself, who doesn't play anymore, I have, like, four or five, just because that's how <laughs> common they were. I think it's interesting. It's cool little, it's a cool little nod. I think, I, I think you're exactly right, though. Like, the casual players, this is really good for, and I think a lot or of if the you compa- started playing more recently, it's really hard to get oh, some of yeah. the original Pokemon yeah. if you're jumping in after it launch. So, yeah, I think... I think it's a little sad considering the uh, what. So like they did a press conference exactly around this time last year as well. That's where we got the let's go announcement and stuff like that. And they for that press conference, that's when they also dropped a Lolan Executor. Um, yes, yeah. that and was this a, is cool, a downgrade. This is I, a downgrade. I think, I, concur, a, I think that's but. definitely a downgrade from a Lolan Executor. Yeah. <laughs> How are you not going to be a downgrade from a Lolan Executor, though, that, to be fair? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I just was kind of hoping, I don't know, it would have been really exciting for them to be like, here's Gen 5 or something like that. Like, here's the first Gen 5 mon, you know? Too soon. Way uh, too soon. I don't know. They kind of keep shifting it up. It's like once every 10 months. It's like once every 10 months there's a new generation. They drop the next generation. Because, like, uh, Gen 2 came out um, in February of 2017. And then Gen 3 started coming out in, like, October of 2017. And then Gen yeah, but that was Gen just four like started coming out like, like in August. Tie-in. yeah, I don't know. So it's uh, it, it's been a long time coming. I think I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised I if mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they drop Gen five at GoFest or something like that. I just wouldn't be surprised if it happened. I guess I'll yeah. throw that out there. Have they released all of the legendary Pokemon from Gen four yet? Like no, all of not them at all. all. No, we're just like we like regress. We went back to Cresselia now. And then we're gonna be going to Kyogre and Groudon in the in the next two cycles. We haven't even seen Dialga and Palkia yet. I thought which, we had. I think mm, we have. Have we? Maybe we have. Yeah, we have. Uh, we have. We have. Never mind. I lied. We have. We've seen Dialga and Palkia. So yeah, we've seen every Gen Four minus like the Mythicals. Um, yeah, there's I, no Shaman. Th- there's no Shaman. There's no Jirachi. Well, there's no there's no Jirachi either. But like those are Mythicals. I, I assume they're gonna yeah. treat those differently. Because I mean, there, you could you could argue there's still no Jirachi or anything too, right? Uh, yeah, but sense. I could totally see them doing like a different event for uh, Shaman. I bet. Yeah, I could see that. I I think you could just fill like a year with myth with like the special yeah. research. Honestly, like you you've got enough mythicals at this point that you could just do one every three months, and I think that would be fun. I think that would be a cool way to do it, and it keeps me active, keeps me wanting to engage and play in the game. Like if that if that's what their goal is, is to just like swamp me with things to do. This is the way to do it, in my opinion. Right, like community days are great, but you just you just drop this Snorlax thing, and then you're following it up with slaking as your community day. So I I don't know, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, there was way more to talk about in this press conference uh, that we'll get to. Um, I think the only thing that I'm willing to talk about here that I don't think is that exciting 
is that there is a sequel for Detective Pikachu coming to the Switch this uh not this not year. Not the movie yet, guys. Not the don't movie. jump when the he video- says sequel to Detective Pikachu, don't get ahead of yourselves. I will say, I bet this will do better than the original Detective Pikachu just because oh, yeah. of Perhaps. brand recognition. Well, that game, well, that game just has like an awkward history in general. Like it came out in Japan mm-hmm. and never got localized for like two years until they announced they were making the Detective Pikachu movie. And then, then we got the Detective Pikachu game localized here in the U.S. It also included chapters that weren't in the original one. It's just, it's such a weird history for that game. It's just, it's really yeah. just, yeah. Uh, I understand why they gave that to the movie though, because it's just like, here's a property that we don't care if you screw up. Here you go. And, and they gave it to them. And kind of like Pokemon Go, I think that movie was carried by the fact that it was a Pokemon movie. Um, because I feel like if it was any other kind of movie, it wouldn't have done that well. Uh, so I think that's part of it. But we I don't want to get into that. <laughs> that's its whole other topic, you know. We yeah, have a I whole other topic on it. We did. We had a show about it. Yeah, uh, and we can have another, though, just about yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I think it's just like Pokemon Go. If Pokemon Go wasn't Pokemon and it was another game about catching creatures... Uh, I don't think it would do nearly as well, not just because of the Pokemon brand, but just because it's a horrible game. Like, it's horribly coded. There's so many glitches in it, and they get they get away with it because it's Pokemon. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if there's any other news other than, we like we said at the beginning of the show, Summer League is happening, so you can come to our Discord server, battle our gym leaders to try to get eight badges so you can get into that Tournament of Champions at the end, and if you win that, you get a copy of Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield. Sounds exciting, right? Uber oh, exciting. I, it should be, you should be excited, Shammy. Yeah. You should be an excited boy. Um, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Come do it. Get some it's puckle, overwhelming. puckle points. It'll be a good time. And it's, uh, it, yeah, it's just great. It's just great. Uh, let's see then. I think that is it for the news. Otherwise, uh, do watch out for the Pokemon Direct that's happening this week on June 5th. We are going to be covering it again next week uh, on the show. I am very excited for that one because I think we're going to get some cool Sword and Shield news. Probably at least the, we're probably going to get the legendary, probably some information about a professor. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And then uh, E3 is the week after that. So we're going to get some gameplay. Uh, Lots of news. From E3. Yeah. And we're I'm probably sure going to get to see a bunch of Pokemon finally. We're probably going to see a few Pokemon at E3. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we learned about a couple of the Pokemon at E3. Just because the gameplay happens and on Route yeah. 1 you run into a couple of Pokemon. They have to show you a few things, I think. At yeah. least. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. It's going to be really cool. I'm very excited for that. Uh, other than that, though, I think that's it for the news, and we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their Pokemon knowledge. So, of course, that means these kids can't use any internet. They can't use any lifelines except for the one hint they are allowed throughout the questions. They've got five questions worth one point apiece, except for that one that's worth two points if they get uh, meet the criteria to get the second point. And if they get all the questions correct without using their lifeline, they can go ahead and cash that in for an extra point for a possible total of seven. They are in a battle against their fellow co-host in a race to 30 points. Whoever gets 30 points first wins a $20 credit to our Puckle Public Store where they can go pick up a cool tapestry or some cool Pokemon art or a cool Pokemon t-shirt, whatever they want. 
Finally, this segment is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for everything anime art-wise. So go check them out. They're, they're wonderful. They sponsor us, and we just like them as people. Great people. Good people. All right. But with that, without further ado, if you guys are ready, I will start asking you the questions. I am red E. This first question comes to you from Duly Noted on our Discord server. You two can drop trivia in there as well that we may ask on the show. So our first question is... Which Pokemon's name, when translated from Swedish to English, literally means snot salmon? Snorlax. Well, I'm glad you knew that. Because he's been posting in the Discord for Why a while did he now. post it in the trivia then? <laughs> Talked about it in TCG and a bunch of other places. So Dooley, not- you're ruining it. I blame Dooley. Um, I've already yeah. been aware of this. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. The answer is, in fact, Snorlax. Uh, so that gives you a point because you pay attention to the Discord community, Shamu. <laughs> uh, it paid off this time. All right. Yeah. And question number two. What Generation 4 Pokemon was usable in a Generation 3 game? Gen- um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Huh. Are we only talking main series games or is it going to be some super obscure game? Any any Pokemon game in Generation Three in which they had the traditional Pokemon battle mechanics. Okay. Okay. Say like, yeah, I was like, uh, dash, uh, like no, it's not even that. But uh, so so Gen Three that we fire red, leaf green. The RSE you got. What was on the GameCube? I bet there was it might Co- be a Coliseum GameCube and Gale of Darkness. I'm trying to remember if anything. Because I don't think it wasn't uh, Ruby Sapphire Emerald. I don't believe. Was Manaphy in any of these? Manaphy was in Ranger. But Manaphy's still... Gen 4, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Manaphy's Gen 4. But, see, I always remember it as being like the cusp because it's in that one movie with May, who's yeah. Gen 3. So I'm like, oh, we, we bridge in the divide. Yeah. They did that a lot. Uh, they used to do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think of what Gen 4 Pokemon it could have been. And I, I just don't even, I'm just trying to, like, maybe Mr. Mime. I feel, I feel like it was, like, Munchlax or something. But then again... Because it probably was something in... Because we're trying to find out the Pokemon of the game again. I just kind of We're like, figuring out the Pokemon. The Pokemon. Yes. Okay. okay. Cause I just... Like, I just fuck it. I lost my mind for a minute. Um, Gale, I'm trying to remember what was in Gale of Darkness either. I feel like Munchlax was a good guess. Was it? You said Munchlax. I thought Munchlax, but was it Bonsai? Ah. Uh, I was thinking, yeah, maybe it could be a baby Pokemon. I feel like Munchlax is more iconic. Much less more iconic, and they had the event for it more often. I and they were, if they were gonna like introduce something and be like, "Hey, Gen Four, I feel like they would choose Munchlax yeah. before Bonsly, which is just a disappointment. Because I know they had like events for Legends. I just don't believe it with them. I'm gonna need you to make a choice. Um, hmm. I think Munchlax or Bonsly in my mind. I just don't know. Which. I would choose Munchlax first between the two. Okay. Watch me cost us the point. <laughs> All right, we can, we'll go with Munchlax. Yeah. Munchlax is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Bonsly. No! In Pokemon Col- or Pokemon XD, XD, you can actually go play this bingo game where you could select Bonsly as one of the Pokemon yeah. you can use during it, and you could actually battle with Bingo Bonsly. game? Yeah. Oh, you can battle with it. I'm like... It's actually really fun. Coliseum and... Like, Gen 3 had some really fun stuff. The only thing is, it doesn't age well because it doesn't have the physical special split. Like, that's literally the only thing that prevents me from going back to those more consistently. Although sometimes that's fun. I, I do agree with that. Sometimes not having the physical special split lets you do things you shouldn't be able to do. Yes, that is true. All right, though. So you guys are one for two. 
Our next question is a Pokedex question where I'll read you a Pokedex entry and you guys let me know who that Pokemon is. So this Pokedex entry is from Ultra Moon. So it's Ultra Moon Pokedex entry reads, A relative of Shelter and Cloister, this this ocean dweller sometimes comes onto land in search of food. That could be like anything. I want to guess Pukumuku. Kind of. What else would be like... A relative. Let's think of things that would be related to Shelter and Cloister. Because also it's a Sun and Moon entry, so it's like you're mm-hmm. very limited on what it can be. That like what cuts half the Pokemon out, I think, because not everything has the moon. Uh, no, yeah, it cuts out a lot of stuff. It had to be an Ultra Moon. Um, has to be able to claw get get to the shore for food. This is from Uncle Oshawa, by the way. So don't hate me. See, when you say that, that makes it sound like it's more complicated. <laughs> Sounds like Gastrodon, honestly. Because remember that being a thing there. I can't see that being related. I just don't, yeah, I don't can't see it being related though. Other than the fact that it's got like a soft shell and it's a slug. I just love how they build like the world of Pokemon through those Pokedex entries in Gen Seven. Though. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, that's like Gen Seven. Gen Sevens are probably 7. the best. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, in terms of Pokedex entries building the world, yes. In terms of most other things, no. Yes. <laughs> That first part of the question just throws me off so much. It's like, what's it, like, oh, what's, it's like a shelter in a cloister. Like, no, no, nothing, nothing. Maybe something like part rock type? Corsola wouldn't make sense, I don't Port think. Corsola Kors- doesn't evolve, though. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Should we use our hint? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, let's go with Gastrodon, why not? I think I said that name right, I can't remember. Yeah. Gastrodon. That's part water that evolves once. <laughs> is and correct. It's- yeah. It is Gastrodon. Uh, you totally got that on your own. Good job. Guys. I don't see how. Well, I mean, he did say he did say it. It is something yeah. that he said. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. Gastrodon is correct. It is a relative of Shelter and Cloister, and it sometimes comes to land and search for food. All right. So, this next question. Uh, this question actually has seven answers, and in the original scheme of things, it would have been if you got uh, three, you'd get one point. If you got six, you got you got two points, and the the seventh one would be uh, crazy, just bragging points. Uh, but it can't because, be a because you've point. missed a question so far, uh, you do get a chance at redemption. Uh, so if you get all seven, you'll get three points on this question. Uh, so I like that. Here we go. In what Pokemon are the colors of the black rainbow? And wh- in Pokemon Black and White, they introduced a variety of new Pokemon, like over 150 of them. It's stupid high. It's seven, the biggest. Seven of them in particular do not have any egg moves. What are ah, these seven Pokemon okay. evolutionary lines that do not have egg moves? Uh, well, it'll be Braviary and Rufflet because they're male only. Yep. Boof. No, Boof not the female. Um. So that's two of them. Okay, genderless Pokemon now is a thing. Evolutionary lines, that would count as one. That would count as one. Oh, that only counts as one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh. Evolutionary lines, yeah, oh. unfortunately. Just... Tynamo don't don't think Tynamo line has any actual egg moves. They've got two uh, moves. I don't believe they have egg moves though. I think you're right because they wanted Tynamo to be as insufferable as possible. Yeah, Tynamo has like four moves, I believe. I think it's what it gets. Yeah, it gets four moves and that's it. Um, so that makes sense. I like that as an answer a lot. That's um, two. Sock and throw could be female. And they get quick card and stuff like that, I believe. Yeah. So by evolutionary can? lines, we can't just answer with like the t- the genies, I assume. Uh, which are all male uh, and by evolutionary I would say line, I, I would say I would say no you cannot like what about and, this all male evo- like legendary trio 
I would say I would. I mean, that, those are technically correct, but we will. I will say yeah, sure, no. Sure, sure. Um, these are Pokemon that are capable of breeding that can't earn, learn egg moves. So, but by evolutionary line, are we also saying that they can evolve or they can? Uh, no, 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 because they can have multiple Pokemon. Like I, I will give you that Rufflet and Tynemo are both correct. Now, I just want to make sure if this is including like things like the stuff that does not evolve as well. You yes. said evolutionary yes. lines. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, so it does include those. Okay. Um, because I can't, I'm, I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember if sock and throw are just male only now. I thought they were, weren't, but, uh. If we run out of answers, those wouldn't be the worst suggestions as possibilities. Um, yeah. Does Behem have a gender? Yes. I feel like it does. Okay. I can't, I'm just like. I forgot I think that was a Pokemon. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure it does because back in Gen 5, back in Gen 5, that's like my back in Gen 4, but, you know, Gen 5. Uh, it had, it was the easiest Pokemon to get that had, um, that one ability that lets you dictate the nature when you catch something. Synchronize, right. So I bred a lot. So um, yes, that has gender. Um, I believe Dreadigon had egg. Golurk? Golurk is a, a construct. It's a construct. Don't believe it that would make sense. And you can't. It gets two to move. I don't believe we got egg. That, that is one point. You guys are at three. That would make sense. So you um, got. There are four more to choose from. Um, that's, and I, you, got, you got thirty it's seconds. Hard. Oh my gosh! Stop. This is one of those ones that you need more than them. We, we have. You gave us a really complicated question okay, out of you, like the biggest generation. Stop complaining of and get the answers. I just say like we're swimming through the waters, you know. <laughs> Does Stunfisk learn anything? It's just so useless. I could see it not learning anything. <laughs> no, I think it's stuff like Pain Split. That might be Tutor only, too, but, um. It's not Snivy. I'm just trying to think. Um, it's like running through stuff. I'm like, it's got gender. It's got something. It's. You do have the hint as well. I think we should take the hint. Yeah, I'm not really sure that hint. question. All right. So, um, so you got the three that you got so far. Um, the other ones, uh, Two of them are genderless, uh, and then two of them are male only. I feel like that's actually sock and throw. I bet that's sock and throw. And then, so one of them, one of them is a uh, one of them's a steel type line, and another one's an ice type line. Cragnal. Okay, that's one. Uh, <laughs> um, what the Cragnal is correct. Clink clang. There we go. There's another. Wait, clink clang. Wait, did the Agnes? It's genderless. No, doesn't get it. That has to be genderless. So now we've got two males. Let's go with sock and throw. I'm just trying to think of anything else could be male. I think that's what they are. I'm trying to think of anything else that could be male. The Buffalon's got both genders. Um, it has too much luscious hair to be genderless. I, I think it's probably just sock and throw. I can't think. Yeah, of let's anything just go with else. sock and throw. Male, I can't think of an all male, male anyway. That is correct on all accounts just three points you guys are once again five for four right now um we are so the answers are throw sock clink dynamo cragnal golette and rufflet just for those of you at home who could keep track uh that is all seven of them that don't have that are capable of breeding but do not have egg moves um so yeah there you guys go you got that you guys are five for four right now let's see if you get point number six this is a base stack question as always and because we're running out of highest base stats, I found lowest base stats. And this one, I this one might be easier for you. What electric type Pokemon has the lowest HP and physical defense of all electric type Pokemon? I think it's Tynemo. Let's just assume it's Tynemo. <laughs> I don't think that I think that it could even be. It could be Pichu, maybe. I, I thought no. Pichu too, maybe. I think 
I don't think Tynum will have like stats actually. I feel like it has stats. <laughs> I feel... No, no, I'm pretty sure it's just like a squishy body that's just kind of like it just it just does things. You accidentally like push it, it just dies. Um. All right. Is are these your they are those is, is Tynum your final answer? I, I, now I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant. Now I'm like maybe Pichu. it is Pichu because Pichu's real frail. It is. But then again, I think Tyne was like the sun current of electric types. Except for like special attack. I think it's got some sun. It's not sun current bad. I know that. I actually think it might be Pichu. I'm okay with saying either. Really. Yeah, I think we should go with Pichu. That's fine. Pichu is correct. Uh, it has like know. a base 35 defense and HP, or it base like 30 HP. It's like super low. Uh, Tynamo is actually better. Tynamo's got base 35 HP and base 40 defense. So it's better. Oh, so slightly better. It's slightly yeah, better. I assumed that <laughs> like, Tynamo's uh, a good Tynamo second place. Tynamo had 40 across like, the board. Yeah. You guys did pretty good, though. You guys get yourselves six points with that. And I had, I had the, uh, I had the sheet up, but then I lost it. Um, so <laughs> bear with me for a second. Um, but we did have the sheet up. I'm going to get to it so we can actually go ahead and, uh, award you the proper, proper points, but that's six points today. That's pretty good for you guys. It's really good. That's actually really good. I I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm sure that's what you were hoping that I would say. Um, it does change up our leaderboard as well. Um, once I find Shamu's name, I'm guessing it puts me in first. Uh, it may, it very well may. Uh, so in first place now we have Sublime with 13 points, followed up in second by Linian with 11 points. In third we've got Sigma with 9, followed up by Seth in fourth with 7 points. Dr. Shamu takes fifth place in his first appearance this cycle with 6 points, followed up by Basket and Snag tied for 6th, uh, Basket, Snag, and Whimsicott tied for 6th with 4 points, and tied for ninth. We have Scrawn and Yushiro, both with three points. Everybody's on the board. I'm pretty happy with that. All right, so that is it for this segment of Puckles Poke Quiz, and we'll be back at you next week with that, and we're going to kick things over, and we're going to talk about the topic after this short break. Welcome to the part of the show where if you guys make iTunes reviews, I read them. So we got a few of them this week, and I was actually really happy from them. So first up is from Pokemon Master Silver, and he writes a five-star review. If you love Pokemon and everything that has to do with it, then you'll love this podcast. I discovered you all about a week ago, and I always listen to it at work, and it makes my day go by so much faster. Keep it up. Another one from Edward Sen. I remember you, Ed, way back in the day. Hey, Puckle Crew, it's been a long time since I've listened, maybe almost six years or so, but I'm hoping to start get back into it in the near future. I remember back in the Thatch and Sycamore days, but keep going, Thatch. I'll be back to support you before you know it. Well, I look forward to it, Ed. And then finally from Varsity Vortex, after finishing my po- first podcast and getting back into Pokemon, I wanted to listen to a Pokemon podcast. I stumbled onto Puckle, and it's one of the best communities out there for Pokemon. I listen to it every minute I can while I'm driving in the community and host behind it make Puckle what it is meant to be, an inclusive, friendly place for all kinds of Pokemon lovers. Listen to this podcast, especially if you like Little Cup, because that's the only thing Thatch can help you with competitively. Hashtag Roast Thatch. Well, thanks for that, guys. If you want your iTunes re- re- review spread on the show, or anywhere where you can review us on the show, go ahead, review us there. We really appreciate it. It helps people find us and helps us grow, just so we can do more cool Pokemon content and just create a really cool Pokemon community together. So we're going to kick it on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is just going to be this Pokemon press conference. There was just a lot of stuff dropped. Uh, none of it like super exciting, except for one thing, which we'll get to at the end, uh, which is Pokemon Home. 
just because we have the most thoughts about that one. But I kind of wanted to knock everything else out of the way, just because I know that I have thoughts on some of these things. You guys can, of course, tell me I'm wrong, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, The first thing that came out that I think we can all just kind of giggle at and chuckle with is Pokemon Sleep, which... Uh, so I I have a lot of problems with this because one they didn't really describe like how it works. I don't know if it's just in the concept phase or what. I believe it. I think it's the concept phase more or less because I think it's like what twenty twenty we're getting it. Yeah, it's coming out in twenty twenty. I'm just very con- confused because I understand that they want us to like sleep. Is it just going to be something like oh if you sleep well your Pokemon will level up, right? Like it, I, that that's kind of like where I see it as like a base form. And I feel like if they would have mentioned that at the press conference, it kind of would have been a letdown. But I, I understand why they're just trying to hype it up. The only problem is, like, it totally, like, the logo totally looks like some kind of drug, drugs logo that helps you go to sleep. It really does. And I think that's fitting, right? Because it's Pokemon Sleep. It really looks like an Ambien logo. Very that. Very that. But you know what? I'm here for Pokemon promoting the importance of a good sleep. Yeah, good night of sleep. Very important for your health. I just think, it, I just think it's really Let's reward weird. that. Let's reward people getting enough sleep. The only thing I'm super excited about, and this is this is just me being old at this point, <laughs> I guess, is the uh, there's the Pokemon the poorly named Pokemon Go Plus Plus because it it's got a gyroscope in it that'll like pay attention to how you sleep, right? And so like my phone has that, but I don't want to put my phone on my bed so that like I knock it off or something. You know what I mean? Right. It goes on so, the nightstand. Hello. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. What what world is this? And I like that I can just put like this piece of plastic on the bed and monitor that because I I do enjoy that. I do have like an app for this. Um, that helps out and it like measures your sleep cycles and everything so that it can like wake you up with a natural alarm, like right in the, in the right time of point of your sleep cycles. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You'll have to tell them. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're it, so it's great. old batch. We're uh, so I love old. it though. Cause like it does work. Like it, I, I vouch for it. It does work. Like if when I, I believe use it, in it, when I use it, it actually wakes me up at the right time. It does take like a week or two to really set in because you have to like get it to track your body. And mm-hmm. how you sleep so that it can get a really good f- handle on your sleep cycles. But it's a really nice... I think it's just called Sleep Cycle, um, if I'm not mistaken. If you just, like, Google sleep or search on your app store Sleep Cycle Alarm, I think it costs, like, 3 bucks. granted. But it's fantastic if you're trying to wake up at a certain time. It helps you out great. You just give it, like, a half-hour range, and it finds the half-hour range... That time in the half-hour range that's, like, perfect to wake you up in. It's fantastic. Good sleep is priceless. Uh, it really is. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> and so, but yeah, Pokemon Sleep. I wish we got more about it. We don't have anything about it. Uh, so it, it's just what everybody's making the memes of, and I wish it would end because there's only so many jokes we can make about it. Yeah, I'm already sick of them. Yeah. The other piece of news that I really wanted to go into was the Pokemon Masters game that they announced that they're working on with DNA because mm. I'm I'm both excited mm. and scared. Because one, I think yeah. it's a, I think it's a really cool concept. I think it's really cool that you can get trainers from the past and you can collect them essentially, and you can battle with them and stuff like that. My only problem is like I've seen other DNA games, and I think a good example of this is Fire Emblem Heroes, or it's become is that a DNA game? Yeah, I, I believe ah, so. Okay, let me double check, but I believe DNA made Fire Emblem Heroes. I play Fire Emblem Heroes on the daily, so uh, so the problem with that though is like the summoning the heroes, right? Yeah, it is. It is DNA. DNA made Fire Emblem Heroes and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Ah. And it, the problem I have with that is just like the microtransaction market in that. Because you just, can play without. You can. Paying. You, you, you can. can. Let's you be can. clear. It's a different experience completely, but it is doable. And plenty of people yeah. do that. 
I agree with you. I just think it, for me, I will be really upset because I, I can't get like the trainers that I want. Exactly. Everyone's going to have their favorite that they like, but I want this. And I'm like, but you don't get that. Yeah. And so then you're going to want to throw money at it. Mm-hmm. If they give me different star rankings per trainer as well as they, like they do in Fire Emblem Heroes, I will also be very upset. <laughs> they will. You know they're gonna. They're, they're gonna. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a gotch game essentially, where you're just gonna have to like. The only good thing to come out of this for everyone is they'll probably make lots of really nice art of all of yeah, our favorite trainers. Yeah, that's true. I, that not, is true. Yeah. We'll get some cool art, and there during the summer there's gonna be the bikini episode, and like, then there's gonna be the beach episode yeah. of Pokemon. Exactly. Of Pokemon Masters. We're gonna yeah. get, that's supposed to come out this year too. Okay, can you imagine how much money they'll make? Just think about this. If yes. they gave Cynthia. A beach episode outfit. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's like, I don't know. No, I don't know it, if they'll do it with Pokemon like they do it with Fire Emblem. Like Fire Emblem, they're like they're being really raunchy with it. Um, <laughs> let's anyway. Uh, oh, really raunchy for like a yeah. Fire Emblem game. Let's, well, for a Nintendo well, game. For a Nintendo well. game. I should say that because like there's definitely moments uh. that they censored in other Fire Emblem games for the for the West that's not censored in the it's censored in Japan. Yeah. So. Somewhat. Uh yeah, it's it's not it's not super tame. I will say that in no, the Fire Emblem it's, it's game, not. it's uh, not. I don't know that they would do the same thing for Pokemon. I feel like Pokemon as a yeah, brand would I be like, think, no, well, thank like, you. No, yeah. they will put. I guarantee you, two years in, you will have Cynthia in a swimsuit. <laughs> Guaranteed, because they're like, what will make the most money? It yeah, it's an inevitability. And it, it is like happen. it's you know it's the Thanos meme. It is inevitable. It may very well happen. I I would not doubt it. This is going to be a scary thing too, because with how they have it, there is PvP. I believe. Yeah. They, I believe they talk. And about that's how. You, and, that's what motivates people to spend. And that's one thing too. So you're going to have people who are spending money to be able to compete. To compete in PvP. That that makes means power creep is going to be a thing even more so than other games yeah. that are like PVE or stuff like that. Like. Ugh. Oh, this 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 train is really good. It's a five star. It's a limited time only with uh like with uh Arceus. Yeah, we just did that. Why not? And they're going to get so much money because people are going to be like, oh, I didn't know this was coming. And mm-hmm. so then mm-hmm. that's what happens with other games that are like separated, like via different like regions. You can kind of look at to one that came out before and see what's happening. Yeah. I'm just glad that Superior's on the cover. I'm happy. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm just worried what's going to happen with this. It, it could get it could get nasty. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Let's not touch it and just appreciate all the nice pictures it gives us yes. of our favorite characters. I think that's probably where I'm going to land on it. Granted, I'm going to download day one and we're going to see what I'm happens. Not. Nope, yeah, but no. not worth it. What would be the cherry on top if they could do anything is if they made like small little like 30 second like anime clips like they did for the Black White 2 trailer. I feel like that would be pretty cool. They do have little clips of people doing stuff. Like, they showed yeah. what Brock doing. A have you seen game. Brock? Yeah. That was, pretty, that was pretty great to see. I'm like, okay, I'm like... I'm almost that into must it. must destroy my yeah. clothes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, so we'll just drop the Pokemon Masters thing there. Say I'm very apprehensive and move on. Yeah. Uh, so the biggest piece of news... So this is the piece of news that brought Puckle back from the grave uh, in 2013. It's very similar to that is the announcement for Pokemon Home, which is essentially the next stage in Pokemon Bank's life cycle. I enjoy this because Pokemon Home has become more than what Pokemon Bank would ever be. Pokemon Bank was just on your 3DS, could not go anywhere else. Pokemon Home 
Uh, they've realized that Pokemon has become more than just the Switch games or the the 3DS games or any console game, rather. Yeah, they they've realized that Pokemon is just like this this collaborative effort, and they want you to be able to take your Pokemon with you everywhere you go. And the idea is is it, it's literally just creating like a home base for all of your Pokemon to be, it, which is kind of what Pokemon Bank was aiming for. But this is like next level because n- not only can you transfer from Pokemon Bank to Pokemon Home, this is a one way transfer. I do want to say it's a one way transfer from it's Pokemon Bank to Pokemon Home. It's always a one way transfer. This no, was something that happened no. in the Discord recently. I'm like, listen, yeah, that's true. if you are moving something from an older generation to something with a newer generation, it is going to be one, one way. way. It is one like, way. Like, straight up. Like, yes. I agree with that because there have been complaints, especially in our Discord, just about like, oh man, my thing touched Gen 7. Now it can't go back to Gen 6. I'm like, of and course it can. Yeah, like, of I course. don't know why you're surprised. Yep. What's also cool is Pokemon Go is going to connect to Pokemon Home. So like, that's the next level. I think that's really cool. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee are going to connect to Pokemon Home, which makes sense because we're probably just going to... That's what I'm most excited about because then we're going to have a lot of fun little things like Player of Arcanine will be meta. Oh my gosh, that's true. I didn't even outrage, think about that. All the things that have Outrage, Outrage Beedrill, that's going to be a thing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I forgot about the moves. Play Rough Arcanine is going to be exciting. I'm excited ah. for the random TM thing that like... Oh. Play Rough Arcanine sounds amazing. Pokemon Go, if there's anything that... I don't know if anything can get some weird move in Pokemon Go, but that'll be a thing that comes over now. Mm-hmm. I, I assume they'll, tr- I'll assume they'll keep their moves. It depends on how they. It depends on how the Pokemon Go thing works, if they do keep their moves or not yeah. when they come Pokemon over. Pokemon Go is the one thing we don't know how it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it'll handle it for Pokemon Go. What's going to be really cool, though, like, uh, I, I wish this would have existed when Pokemon Go first came out, but I understand why it couldn't. Um, because yeah. like back when Pokemon Go came out, like even my mom was like, "Hey, can I play Pokemon Go and then give you the Pokemon somehow?" And that was before trading existed or anything. And I was just like, I was just like, "No, there's not really. Maybe one day." Blah blah blah. But this would have been something cool that like my mom could have been playing and like dumped it in Pokemon Home, you mm-hmm. know, and it would have worked out really well. And uh, I I like it because the other thing that they mentioned was Pokemon Home is going to be on your on your cell phone. Obviously, you can have it on your cell phone as well, and so you can literally carry your storage box of Pokemon with you. And like, say you run into somebody else who plays Pokemon and they're just like, hey, you can trade. You that can trade is on your phone. the biggest deal. I think the that's fact the that you can deal. trade yeah. your Pokemon on your phone. Yeah. That is a game changer. That's in my huge. Mind. That, is, that is huge. I love that concept because I, I don't know, like if you're just trying to, uh, honestly, if you're trying to convert, um, this is, this sounds really bad because I'm sure there are people who will be like that? You're just being a Pokemon elitist, and I'm not being a Pokemon elitist here. I'm saying that the subset of people who play Pokemon Go and the subset of people who play the um play the like console Pokemon games aren't. They, there's very little overlap there. Um, the people who are hardcore Pokemon Go players, and I would say this would be the way to enter that, right? Like, say I go out and I go play Pokemon Go, and there's people who were playing Sword and Shield. And they're like, man, I really want to try to get into like competitive Pokemon on Sword and Shield, and they're having issues with it. And I'm like, well, I'm I've got some competitive Breedjects here that you can have. Why don't you give me that shiny ho in exchange? You have seven of <laughs> <laughs> But I could just like, you know, I could just pass them that, you know? That would be great. I'd be totally fine with doing that. Just like being able to like walk around and pass out like Brejects and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of good merits here. There really are. And, and I just, I, they're unlimited uh, even. I Like, I wish this existed at the time for like internationals that's coming up. Uh, but unfortunately, this has a, a tentative release date of 2020. So get ready for. Uh, please explain. Please understand. Oh, you know what? I was real impatient. I was real impatient back in 2013. I I was, I was. as well. 
I remember being really excited. I feel excited. like I'd be more patient this time. I was just like, man, I can't wait for Bank to come out so I can transfer my stuff. Every generation, though, we have this. We always have to wait, like, three months now. Oh, and yes. It, and honestly, those are some of the best months, though, when it's you're untouched. Not, when it's untouched and you've got these really interesting metas that form as well. Yeah, I think those are really cool. I have to say, because, like, yeah. in pre-bank meta, in pre-bank uh, Gen 7... There was a it was lot a of different fun stuff. Game. It yeah. was a different game. Uh, Zerkatry was good, and like there, there were just some fun Pokemon to play in Prebank. I really do miss that. Prebank uh, Gen Six was my favorite meta. Prebank Gen Six yeah. is okay. Yeah, I love that. Just so takes much. me back to what year of VGC was? It? I think it was fourteen. The mm-hmm. year, Pat, the, the year of the Patarisu. Yep, that's a really, really fun uh, meta. It w- well, they had a really good national Pokedex in Gen 6 mm-hmm. as well. Like, the 450 Pokemon that they selected for the Gen 6 meta was just really fantastic. Like, that that was a really good list. I'm sure that wasn't the reason they selected it, but it just turned out to be good in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when you got to Sun and Moon, first of all, Sun and Moon's meta was limited by... It was, like, two-thirds the size because the Sun and Moon games only included um, only included 300 Pokemon. And I think that was limiting in and of itself. Also Tapus. Also Tapus. Ta- I, I, Gen 7 Gen seven took all of the good that Gen 6 did and kind of just like threw it on the ground. Eh, I'm okay with it because we needed more fairy types. We did need more fairy types. The problem is I think fairy, what, what fighting type was, fighting and dragon types were back in Gen 5, fairy, has fairy, become, type, fairy type has become, I think. Hmm. Uh, not, not to the same extent. I, I would say not, they're not as bad. But I would say, it, to an extent, it has become that. It's become that bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't kinda. think... Because, like, you could see a lot of teams... I think every team runs a fairy type now, it, it, to some to some degree, and maybe even a little bit more. I mean, you, you maybe even two fairy types on a team. I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, I'd that, be curious to see the uh, the data on that. Yeah, I, I think that... I think the biggest problem is a lot of the bigger fairy, like you have the Tapus, which is probably just be, be the Tapus themselves, right? Yeah, um, it would be. Like it's just 80%, it's, it, I think. The Tapus and then, it's like Tapus and then fairy steel types. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. It's like Tapus and Magirna. Tapus, Magirna, and Mega Mile. Like, that's what it is. And I think fairy steel type is probably the reason I hate it more than anything, to be completely I honest I love with that you. type so much, though. Oh, well, it's it's so good because... Don't we all, though? But it's because it's too good, I guess. Well, it's because it, you yeah. get fairy type for free, essentially, on those, right? That's like um, that's like Rotom getting electric type for free. And I, I think that's the bigger problem, is that you have Magirna, who's just like a really good Pokemon, with that free fairy type, which is also You get really all good the good type. stuff without any of the bad stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you're yeah, immune to yeah. poison, and you, you're neutral to steel at that point. But you're a Magirna, and Steel types always have giant defense stats, and it, it doesn't matter. Which is, I don't know, it's just it's just frustrating to me. I guess is that that's the that's the problem. Maybe it's just Magirna. Maybe I'm just mad at Magirna. It, it, I think it's just Magirna. Well, you know what? I would not be surprised if we see uh, some more answers to Fairy types in so, Sword and Shield. So I would I wouldn't be surprised if we just saw a huge number of Steel types in Sword and Shield. Yeah, it, it makes sense for them to be like right. Yeah, I I would be because it's called Sword and Shield, right? Exactly. It makes sense for that to be an opportunity for them to uh maybe try and balance that mm-hmm. because that that is something they do. They try to do in their own way. They they do it. I mean, it, it's definitely something they think about because all mm-hmm. I remember I, I said this last week too. I all I remember is watching the Sun and Moon trailers when we were getting all of the drops for for Sun and Moon. And seeing every ability that stops priority moves, 
And then finding out that Gale Wings got nerfed, I'm like, wow, they've really just wanted to put Talonflame in the ground. Well, I think Gale Wings getting nerfed in and of itself just says everything. I think that was know. enough, but then you got Queenly Majesty. Also Parental Bond. Also Parental Bond. Parental Bond did get nerfed, which was, it was Necessary. Good. It was definitely necessary. I don't know if it's the best nerf yet. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it was a step in the right direction. Parental Bond definitely used to be far worse. Yeah. They take steps in the right direction. I, I'm really excited for this, though. Like, Home is just, like, a yeah, really big opportunity. It's a really big game changer. And I feel like, at this point, they have a really good, like, selection of things that can access Pokemon Home. Yeah. Uh, that connect basically all Pokemon players. You have your Pokemon Go people. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of, like, serves as the perfect opportunity for people to go from one end of the scale to the other. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we've eased them in with Pokemon Go and then Let's Go. And then Pokemon Home is going to connect them both with their a Pokemon Sword and Shield if they were to ever use it. Bring those guys home. Yeah, it's uh. just exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it, I feel like the, this yeah. is the perfect lineup of things that connect to it. They've achieved like the pinnacle. It should be noted that, that they like, needed to. In their announcement for it, the only Pokemon game that looks like it can go back and forth to Pokemon Go or Pokemon Home is, is Sword, Sword and Shield. Shield, which makes sense. So you like you which can't makes go back perfect to perfect sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all you need to do is just have, like, another Meltan-type thing that happens when you connect to Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go, and I think everybody's happy. Um, Especially since we don't have have an in-game way to evolve Meltan yet, either. That's another thing. That'll probably come in Sword and Shield, though. I don't know if I believe that. (laughs) You think the only way to get uh, Melmetal is going to be in in Pogo? I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I will be upset if that happens. I would not be surprised, though. Huh. That'd be interesting. The only thing that would have sent me is like, okay, so you know how when you're transferring from like the virtual consoles, mm-hmm. gold and silver, legendary Pokemon, you can kind of manipulate their uh, nature. No, oh, you absolutely can manipulate. Right, their nature. exactly. <laughs> like you can, you can just decide this is the nature. Let me get to this exact experience. Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm hoping if that's the only way to do it, there is a way to determine your Melmetal's nature because otherwise, well, we already have that's that. We already have that to an extent, right? Do we? Um, yeah, well, because you can transfer it to Let's Go already, and Let's Go has natures. Okay. Let's Go is a full Pokemon game in that Yeah, in that but ha- can you control the nature you're getting when you transfer nope. it to Let's it's Go? All random. See, that's my problem. It's a so, dice roll. Hmm. It's a but dice you have roll. an easy way to farm it that way, though, too, because you can just open the box and just kind of catch yeah, a couple just and go then catch just some, transfer. Yeah. But if that's the only way to uh, evolve it, you can't just catch a couple. Uh, right? Because... If you Maybe. transfer it, it isn't evolved, and it's a commitment to get the evolution. It's most likely going to be something, I, I feel like it's going to be something like Zygar, where it's like, hey, collect these things, but more like, hey, catch a couple of time, we'll just fuse them together for you. That's what, I can okay. see that happen too. That, or it's just, yeah, a, level, that's, that would it's just like a level 50 or higher thing, because honestly, it does look like a Pokemon that's kind of like Volcarona in a sense. Like it's yeah, I I'm just not. It's gonna be like a pseudoish legendary that's like a late game thing that's got a higher evolution thing, like higher level evolution. I just don't feel good about them leaving Meltan as like a Pokemon Go heavy Pokemon. Yeah, I I don't, I, I don't feel good about that. I, I I'm okay with them introducing it that way. I'm not okay well, yeah. with them keeping it that way. But it was. I don't think it will be either because if we remember when it was like such a mind-boggling thing that they released it at all. Yeah, it was like the first Gen Eight Pokemon, so it makes sense that I think they will do more well, with it's it. Not, it's not Gen Eight. In it's Gen, not Gen 8. Eight, it's not Gen Eight. It's not. 
It's not. It's Gen What's Seven. What's its text number? Is it, it really? What? It's Gen. It's Gen Seven. It's confirmed Gen <laughs> Seven. It's got all the same index numbers in the code as a Gen Seven Pokemon. It's not a Gen oh. Eight Pokemon. Also, it's not like the Gen Eight Mew or anything. So it's like Deoc, not Deoxys really, but like it's more like they tacked on. It's more and, like uh, Arceus. It's more like Arceus. I mean, there, there's literally no precedent for this. Um, I mean, really if you're if you're trying if you're trying to draw patterns, there's no pattern. Um, because Gen Gen Seven, they just started doing a lot of crazy stuff. Like we got the Pokemon mid generation, like Blissephalon, Stack Attack, and Zeraora, and so this is just another one of those things that was just tacked into Pokemon Go uh, to really push for the let's go hype. It's so, so weird to think of it as a Gen Seven Pokemon, though. Because it is Gen Seven, though. It is Gen Seven, like divorced completely from the Gen Seven games. So technically, Let's Go is a Gen Seven game. And it is. It is sure. a generation. It is a generation. That cannot play game. any other Gen Seven Pokemon. So uh, can you? It can do a Lolan forms, which are not Gen Seven Dex numbers. So yeah, those are Gen One. They were introduced in Gen Seven. That's the only thing. Yeah, but they're Gen One Pokemon. They are Gen One Pokemon. Yes, uh, but they. I. It is a Gen Seven game. That's very weirdly divorced. This like yes. I guess generation of games just really wonky. Gen yeah. 7 got really weird because they tried a lot of crazy stuff with it. I think that's a yeah. good summary of Gen 7. Wonky. Yeah, yeah. Gen 7 was wonky. I, I hope they just, I hope that it's fine-tuned in Gen 8. Because, like, I'm sure we're going to get, like, a Pokemon Go type deal with it. Um, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they release Gen 8 Pokemon now, like, in Pokemon Go and just skip, like, Gen 5. They should. They should. That'd be I very I wouldn't smart. be surprised. Just to build hype for Sword and Shield. Or just yeah. maybe drop a couple more Gen 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 eight Pokemon in at the same time. I don't know. Uh, yeah. We'll see, though. We'll see. Missed opportunities uh, all around. I guess on a side note, too, with, uh, with your home and gear in a thing earlier. Like, yeah. At least Melmetal will kind of counter that. That's true. That's true. Well, we will have Melmetal. Is that an assault vest on that with 135 babies? It is, it is. That is true. I keep forgetting that Melmetal is not really Thick in our boy. meta. Yeah. He's not really in our meta. We don't have that big, bulky steel type. So He's going to get like, banned. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm yeah, with yeah, we'll hundred, well, six hundred base total. Still, it's essentially the steel type buzzwall with better yeah. stats and the yeah. uh, and HP gets... attack and defense instead of speed. Mm-hmm. We'll probably get banned. Oh well, uh, I, that's I think it will just... <laughs> that's where we'll that's where we'll end it, and we'll kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode. Uh, so we will catch you guys on the flip flop. Hey everyone. If you want to help support the show, a great way to do so is by going to the Puckle Tee Public Store and buying one of the many designs. PuckleCon's coming up, so make sure you grab your PuckleCon t-shirt. If not, you could get some love at this uh, with the Team Snore shirt so you can get ready for Pokemon Sleep by wearing this awesome Snorlax design. It's actually really cute. That would be really good on a pillow, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, there's also Slowbro Surfing Company, which I think is also an amazing design. You can just go there, buy anything. I think the Prepare for Trouble Tournament logo is fantastic as well. So if you could just go over there, support the show, grab grab yourself a t-shirt, a tapestry, a tote bag. Tote bags are weird, but something that you get logos on. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have the phone cases because it doesn't look good. But you can do that tote, pillow, tapestry, notebook. So you can take your notes on it for school, for that summer those summer classes you're taking. Or wear a tank top so that you can, you know, be be cool in the summertime. But yeah, there you guys go. Go check out the Puckle Tea Public Store. Help us out. All the money goes to helping the podcast and just getting us to do cool stuff. So without further ado, we are going to switch things over to the Pokemon of the episode. Pokemon of the episode. 
And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 143, Snorlax, the sleeping Pokemon. Its Ruby entry says, Snorlax's typical day consists of nothing more than eating and sleeping. It's such a docile Pokemon that there are children who use his expansive belly as a place to play. All right, so Snorlax is a fantastic Pokemon. I'm a big fan of it. Um, it, it, it gets the thick fat ability, making it worthwhile as well as the gluttony ability. So if you really want to jump on those berries, you can get it. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan all around. So we decided to put together a team for you of Snorlax and we'll start breaking it down. So our first Pokemon this week is obviously Snorlax, the, the lead man of the team. And so we're running pretty standard Curselax for RU. This team is all going to be RU for you guys at home. If you want to run a team similar to this, you guys can just take this team that we're suggesting. Uh, Snorlax with RU or in RU can, uh, Chrislax has been around since like the dawn of time. I swear to God. Um, and it's, it's just a pretty standard Snorlax set. Tried and true. Yeah. Tried and true. So curse frustration. If you want to run frustration or return, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can also run body slam if you want to try to get the uh, paralysis chance there as well. Although against a Snorlax, you're still being outsped probably. Probably. <laughs> Especially a curse lax, right? You get the 25% chance of paralysis, you know? Yes. Which is more relevant. Which is the, probably the more relevant. Um, rest so you can heal up. And then he also gets earthquake. You can also slap sleep talk in that in that slot but you should probably run earthquake <laughs> he does also get high horsepower which is notable no you need earthquake because you don't want to be walled by ghosts walled by ghosts exactly and yeah run leftovers thick fat so you soak up all of those yummy 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 uh uh ice and fire type moves and you know, we're running a careful nature here 188 hp 128 defense and 192 special defense and the reason that we uh that we're running most of these the defense evs um Avoid a two-hit KO from Choice Specs Gardevoir Psyshock. The special defense investment also allows Snorlax to uh, to wall and check uh, Needle Queen Forges and Rotom Cut. So, or Rotom Mo, Rotom Mo, I should say, not Rotom Cut. Um, and yeah, Thick Fat just lets it eat up everything else. So it does really well with those. HP was literally just what's left over from those <laughs> those uh, specs. And because the purpose is to like set up with Curse, you don't need offense investment. Like, you're going to get it. <laughs> You'll get it. Absolutely. Uh, I really, I, I just love Curse Lex. It's great. It's a, it's a good, it's a good mod to run. Um, and we were looking at things to throw on with it. None of the team options actually seemed fun, <laughs> which is, uh, re- which it sounds like a really mean thing to say, but we, we made a team we think is more fun. That's all there you have to say. I think, I think the synergy is, re- I think the, the next person that I think has the best synergy with him is Alolan Marowak, which, uh, we're running here. And Alolan Marowak has 212 HP, uh, 252 attack, and 44 speed, and it's adamant nature. Thatch, why are we running 44 speed? Uh, because you can outrun Registeel and that other thing um, that's in that tier. I, um, let's Base see. 50, uninvested. Oh, yep. so good to know. Thanks, Thatch. It's good to, it is good to know. I, I was good and actually tried to study that this week. <laughs> Before we started recording, so it's Flare Blitz, Shadow Bone, Swords Dance, Low Kick. I think EQ is probably better. EQ or Bone Meringue, whichever one you feel. Um, I, I think that's better than Low Kick in this scenario. And Low Kick also deals with stuff like Snorlax. The, he's also holding Thick Club and he's got the Rockhead ability so that he can Flare Blitz at will. Guys, I can see this Marowak actually just counters uh, just Snorlax itself with Swords Dance and Low Kick. It does. It really does. Yeah. yeah. 
But it's also just delicious for, like, eating any fighting attacks that would be going to your Snorlax. Yeah, fighting attacks that go towards your Snorlax, and it, it, it does really well. And so I, I'll let you go, Sublime, and you can pick two of the other ones that you liked. Okay, well, you know what is, I think, near and dear to all of our hearts is a certain mon that uses hydro pumps to punch you with its fists. Yeah, that's true. You know? And that would be Mega Blastoise. I still never got that, by the way. I'm a little upset. I'm sorry. Wait, didn't you get it in Pockin? It punches them with its big finisher, doesn't it? I'm pretty sure that happens. No, it doesn't. It like like slams it into the ground, I think. I don't know. I don't play Pockin a lot. Yeah, I haven't in a while either. Anyway, Mega Blastoise, uh, we're going to run Timid, uh, because there's a lot of stuff in that mid range of speed in this tier four defense two uh 52 special attack 252 speed this is a spinner or it's nice to have a spinner so we got a spinner in mega blastoise and then we're going to be running uh water pulse you can change it to hydro pump you know do you want accuracy or do you want uh, extra power is it that much more power with mega launcher but water pulse is fun because you have a 30 percent chance for confusion so we thought that'd be fun it's fun it is fun and then we also have aura sphere and ice beam for coverage aura sphere of course is getting that delicious boost from the ability Iraq, uh, Mega Launcher. Yeah. As is Water Pulse, which is why it's quite viable. Uh, so you've got a water type. We're contributing to a Firewater Grass Core with the Mega, um, the Mega, with the Mega Blastoise and the Alolan Marowak. So then we're going to round off that Firewater Grass Core with Verizian, uh, which gives some speed to this team with its 108 base, uh, speed stat. We're running it jolly, of course. Just straight up. It's the, it's a generic Verizian. You do 252 speed, 252 attack. You go for the Swords Dance because 90 attack is not cutting it by no. uninve- without a boost. But with the Swords Dance, now you're talking. Yeah, you're running Leaf Blade, Close Combat, and Stone Edge. With Grassy MZ. Though I think yes. I, I would honestly, on this team, I play... I would suggest Rocky MZ. Yeah, I played like half a match, and I think Rocky MZ would be better. <laughs> yeah, I, Rocky MZ is really nice because you can nail a lot of checks. Yeah, other than that, uh, Shamu, take us home. Also with that... Uh- Viridian, though, you have some synergy with that in Marowak. For example, they go for a dark type. Oh, yeah, right. Just go right to Viridian if you can. That's really good. You have the Z crystal, so you won't lose it if they knock off. And you get the attack boost from just the Yeah, and it's part of your Firewater Grass core, so there's already all that synergy. But then oh. they have even more synergy. It's so great. The synergy is yeah. just synergied. Um. <laughs> it's synergism. It's giving you all the synergism. Take us home with these last two, Shamu. And for our stealth rocker, we have a Nidoqueen. With holding a life orb with sheer force. Of course. With uh, max special attack, max speed, with a timid nature. And we've got stealth rock, earth power, and ice beam for stabbing coverage, and toxic to help out with uh, hitting those things that we can't really yeah. whittle down otherwise. Sometimes you got a toxic. Sometimes you got toxic. And it's 100% accurate coming from Queen. Because it's a poison type. Uh, yeah, honestly, because if you ever miss a toxic, you feel so bad. You do. It, it matters half the time, too, which is unfortunate. Right? Because that extra turn of Toxic just would have helped a ton. It's just awful. And then for our last member, we have AM Mega with a Choice Specs and Tinted Lens as its ability. We are running Intimidature with Max Special Attack and Speed Investment. And we are running Bug Buzz, Air Slash, U-Turn, and Giga Drain. Dual Stab, able to butch out if need be with U-Turn. And then Giga Drain for coverage. Tinted Lens Choice Spec? Just, Even yeah. if you resist, you don't really resist effectively. Tears stuff Even up. if you resist, you don't really resist. Resistance is futile. 
Oh, that was that was the quote of the day right there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, Jan Mega is great. I I love Jan Mega. We found our Sinnoh Stone and we evolved our Yanima. That's a Pokemon Go joke. I'm being inclusive. Yanima has three A's. <laughs> Yanima, you know, it's the Yanima. it's the baby form. Yanima. They're gonna reintroduce it in Gen Eight. It's Yanima. just like it's like a little egg with wings. You get the middle evolution. <laughs> <laughs> you now have a three. Has two stage turned into a three stage. Happened halfway. <laughs> Oh, God, that's hilarious. I just want Mega Yan Mega, so it has Mega in the name twice. Mm, mega Yan Mega? Mega Mega Yan Mega Mega. Yeah. That would be... I don't know... Give it to me. Give it to me, Pokemon. I don't know what that would look like if they, if Pokemon Fusions de- ever existed in Pokemon, which they definitely won't because that's stupid. Meganium and Yan Mega. Is that what you were going with? Because that's what I want. That would be good. I was thinking mega, more mega. like... I was thinking more like Flygon and Yan Mega, you know? Oh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll, yeah. They're both very... Yeah. I was just like, like just cut that like, last part of their name, whatever mega in it and just like either put that to the front or just put a hyphen between that and the rest of their name well if you get the fusion between meganium and yan mega and then mega evolve you have mega 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 meganium no no you just take the mega part from meganium it's, drop the yan yeah because you're fusing them you know i think he missed the joke it's okay it's okay someone got it mega yanium mega if anything i got it it's fine <laughs> All right, well, this is uh, this is where we'll probably end it. If you want to get a shiny Snorlax, we'll be giving those away on the GTS to our patrons. You go over to patreon.com slash pucklepodcast to pick one of those guys up. We'll post it to the Patreon how to get that. So without further ado, though, uh, this is where we're going to leave Shamu and Sublime, unfortunately, today, though, because we're going to kick it on over to a week ago me where I interviewed John Stone on the podcast, and it was actually a great interview. So we're going to cue that up. But thanks to both of you for being here today. Is appreciated and uh, you're appreciated. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's your closing time. Let's kick it on over to that interview. Puckle presents a special interview. And welcome to another Puckle interview. I have with me this week John Stone, uh, the YouTuber. So uh, welcome to John Stone. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you no, so much. I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, and so, first of all, uh, just to let everybody know who you are and what you do, I'm sure you can say a better spiel than I ever could about you, about yourself. So if you would go ahead and just introduce yourself, for those of you who don't know you. <laughs> uh, my name is John. I also go by John Stone on YouTube. I am a uh, primarily a Pokemon YouTube content creator. I also have been kind of expanding onto Twitch and, and stuff like that. I'm also active on social medias like Twitter and whatnot. But primarily, I do kind of really... Um, I guess out there Pokemon videos, I try and like break the boundaries of what's current right now. And I'm, you know, that's just kind of uh, what I do. I like challenge videos and, and things of that sort. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. I, I love it. I love these videos and we're going to get more into it later, but, okay. uh, so first of all, I, I do this to everybody who's on the show and I'm going to go through and I'm just going to like fire off some questions at you, answer them as fast as you can, or just without thinking, because we're going to learn about a lot about you and like what you think about Pokemon. Okay, uh, perfect. Quickly. Okay, so very easy question. Favorite Pokemon? Darkrai. Uh, first Pokemon game? Uh, Emerald. Uh, favorite Pokemon game? Diamond, Pearl. Okay, that's a good choice. <laughs> and then uh, uh, favorite Pokemon spinoff game? Oh, uh, Battle Revolution? That's that's also an interesting choice. Man, Gen 4 all the way, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, so favorite gym leader slash trial captain? Oh boy! Um, wow, that's this get progressively tough. harder. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say uh, Koga. That's that's also not a bad choice. Uh, favorite region? 
So no, <laughs> you're going to see it. a trend here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this is perfect. This is, this is a joke um, in, in the community. So what Pokemon from that region would, do you absolutely need to have on your team if you go back to replay that game? From that region, like a, a Sinnoh Pokemon or just any uh, Pokemon? From any Pokemon in Diamond and Pearl, let's say that. Oh boy. I would say um, Crobat. Okay. Uh, f- okay, so now now this one's hard. Favorite TM? Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's not one I'm like gunning for when I'm playing, but I would say like <laughs> maybe like uh, Sludge Bomb. Sludge Bomb, okay. Uh, okay, final one. Sobble, Score Bunny, or Grookey? Oh, Grookey Gang for life. Oh, man. Are you kidding? My, my wife would be so happy. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's that's it. We've, we've learned a lot about you. <laughs> so the Gen 4 thing, let's take a minute and talk about that. Oh, I, I am, yes, I love, I love those games so much. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm surprised you started with Emerald, honestly. So, yeah, it's kind of, so I, I technically, I mean, if we're just talking about like playing the pokemon games emerald was the first one that i played um so but but when i got into pokemon i was probably three or as much as a three-year-old can be into pokemon okay you know i had a my mom's co-worker her son gave me all of his pokemon stuff when he got older he just kind of you know this is around the time when i guess the fad was dying out in you know in our side of the world so or like the the explosion at least of that of that uh, fad so um you know he gave me all of his stuff and i immediately was hooked uh and my my parents weren't very crazy about video games so i had to do a lot of convincing (laughs) to get get them to buy me a copy i remember it was uh i got it on my 10th birthday so you know that's that's uh pretty pretty momentous yeah. yeah, guess. <laughs> Just open the floodgates to yeah. all of that. So yeah. <laughs> Do I know that from? I, I remember when I got my first game, it was like uh it was blue version. And I just remember like that was back in the day. That was like the second video game I think I ever bought. And I just oh, remember really? that was back in the day, like when I used to just pick video games based off like the box art. Okay. And, and so I was just like, this one looks cool and I bought it. And that who who would have known? Like now I'm here. Uh <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, that's interesting. That's, I mean, that's really cool. Uh, so let, let's jump into YouTube. First of all, you just hit 100,000 subs this week. And I did. I'd like to congratulate <laughs> you on that. Thank you. Thank that, you That's a much. big achievement. Uh, do you have anything planned? <laughs> so I did a um, I did a live stream on Twitch. So it was mm-hmm. like a 100K countdown or count up. And so I started when I was like, I don't know, 100 subs away. So like if I was, <laughs> you know, not getting too cocky and waiting there for five hours for it to turn around, she's like, it'll happen soon, I promise. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I did a stream for that. And that, you know, I had a really great turnout. It was the first, realistically, the first Twitch stream that I had. And we almost had a consistent 100 viewers. Throughout oh, the, wow. The, it was That's like three, uh, three hours. So I, I was blown away by yeah. how many people came out. So if anybody's listening, I, I appreciate greatly, not just for, you know, subscribing, interacting on YouTube, but also just for showing up to that stream that meant an immense amount to me that you guys even you know took the time to do that so no that's that's really big numbers if you pull in wow for three hours like <laughs> first time on twitch just pull 100 viewers that's that's I, big i i spent probably a month like making layouts and everything i was like this has to be i cannot embarrass <laughs> myself i did but you know not not as much as i expected i was so man i always stress out like when doing twitch it's just like man i gotta do this layout gotta make it look nice I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've achieved that yet. Like I, I, I've done, I've gone through like five or six layouts and every time I'm just, cause I'm just like, this would be nice to have. This would be nice to have. Right, exactly. Uh, it's just never I, the same. I, 
I look online like after I get uh, I try and get inspiration of some sort. Not like, uh, you know, I look online and see, you know, just what what my other content creator friends are making for layouts. I'm like, oh, that's a really cool idea. They should do that. And I try and implement that. Once I'm done, I realize that it's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know what? I probably should pay someone to do this for me. But yeah. It's just that, I don't know, that part of me is like, I just don't want to do that. I want to like say that I did it myself, but right. You know, <laughs> right. Well, you're also probably, do you edit your own videos? Uh, yeah. I don't think anyone would want to. <laughs> I can't think because I, I think that the rate usually the standard rate is like $15 an hour mm-hmm. to edit. And I mean, I'm sure we'll get into this at some point, but it's usually depending on the video, it can be 10, 20 hours to like sit down and edit a wow. video. And that's would be a lot of, <laughs> A lot of money. Wow. I think some people would give up halfway through. So, I, you know, I I don't, you know, entertain that at all. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, that's still cool. I mean, uh, I mean, I understand wanting to do that. I do that myself with the podcast mm-hmm. until very recently. <laughs> like oh, really? I, fin- okay. I finally just like started to like let it go. I, I still edit like portions of it. But I'll like mm-hmm. it'll, 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 it's mostly like a team of people that are helping me edit it now. And it's <laughs> just like it, it, I, I feel a piece of me leaving. But at the same time, like there's this kind of sense of relief. Yeah, it's a huge burden off your back. Yeah. You, you know, you spend all that time. I mean, that's yeah. I'm assuming you spend at least what, th- three hours editing. Uh, if it's a or- full show, it's probably something on the order of like four to five episodes, four to five hours on uh, an episode. Right. Like okay. that. And that's like every week, you know. I mean, that's gotta, a, that's keep it turning out. That's almost a whole work day that you, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. spending on that. So I, I can definitely, definitely relate to that. So, <laughs> ah, me too. <laughs> well, good, good that we're in the, we're in good company then. Right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, outside of just editing the videos, how long does it typically take to do some of your crazy challenges? Cause you, you have like crazy stuff that you're doing. I, I guess you talk about it in the videos, but yeah, like from planning process to doing it, like how long would that take it? So my the planning process is really the easiest part so there was one day i just sat down and i said you know what i need to like this is when i was around i would say like ten thousand subs i don't know what that number about that number was but it really like set into me i was like okay this is an opportunity and i really don't want to waste it so let's just like really crack down and try and take this as professionally as i possibly can and you can kind of tell the shift of my content yes. <laughs> during that time. You're like, okay, that's when he hit 10,000 subs. It's like, oh, all these videos <laughs> are like completely different. But, you know, I, I tried to, um, I, I sat down and I, it was like maybe an hour. I wrote down anything that popped into my head that I would be interested in making a video for. And through that one hour, I came up with, it was something like 65, 70 ideas. And it wasn't something that was like a loose, oh, I could maybe do that. It was like, I know, I know enough about this and I could, you know, spend a little bit of time, like three or four hours researching that I could put out something that I'm, you know, not only proud of, but it's something that's unique. And, and that, so that made everything way easier. And I still use that list today. I mean, I've made barely a dent in, in that yeah, list. That's so great. that's good news. And, <laughs> and I always, I always kind of like, churn ideas through the day i you know sometimes i think of something or i get like a you know a comment suggestion some of them are most of the comment sections is a little ridiculous like catching every shiny in 24 hours which you know it's not i don't, I don't think that's <laughs> too no. obtainable but but you know it's you know there, there are definitely some really good ones that i've taken inspiration from um but so yeah that that part's really easy but when it comes to planning out the videos there, it depends really on the video, which is it's it's hard for me to explain it really, because almost every single video that I do, except for the ones that are, 
you know, sequential. They go through each generation or each game. It's it's hard to, you know, go over exactly yes. how the process works. But to to give you an example, I guess like the most um, let's see. The, I would say the one that most people know me from is probably like the professor or not professor, the, uh, the catch them all challenges. Cause I've yes. had the most yeah. of those. So I, I would assume, I mean, professor Oak is kind of up there, but, um, in comparison, I would say the catch them alls are probably the main attraction on my channel. And so how that works is I will, um, I will put down, I'll make like a, a Google sheets spreadsheet and I will, go through i will make a list of all the pokemon from that generation then i'll have to um sort by each game so like for example the most recent one did diamond pearl and platinum and then i did the encounters if they're available for every single game and then what i did from there is i went through and i tried to portion them i used to like divide the amount by three so there was a 130 no 107 in in uh pokemon in Sinnoh. so i divided that by three as best i could and you know tried to find which Pokemon were better for which game, um, you know, which ones are only available in some games and which items are more convenient to get. And that process is, <laughs> it's, I'm not going to beat around the bush. It's not very fun <laughs> because you just, you really, there's no right way to do it, but there's yeah. a, you know, as long as you're not like, I don't know, just putting like two starters on one game. Like obviously that wouldn't make sense at all to do, but you know, they, there is, there are definitely Pokemon that are much better in one game than they are in the other. So it's mm-hmm. just, you kind of have to do a lot of research, but I've definitely been getting better at specifically those videos, which I'm, I'll explain in a little bit, but uh, those usually take, I would say um, three, three hours to just like kind of piece that whole section together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of go over items as well. And, and, you know, some TMs that might be necessary. And I use a lot of like speedrun guides to try and figure that stuff out, which is yeah, super, super yeah. helpful because <laughs> <laughs> there are some things I wouldn't even consider, you know, like, um, using like the, in the, I did the gold and silver catch them all. And there's a, there's a skip that you can do if you don't heal all the way up to golden rod city and you can get a, an abra from the game corner, you can teleport and you can skip a whole three, three, four routes doing really? that. And that wow. saves an insane amount of time because you had to, you know, walk all or bike all the way back around through to, to get there, to get to like Azalea town and stuff like that. But if you, um, if you teleport with Abra, you can just bike, you know, back over to where the, uh, the Sudowoodo tree is and you can skip all of that section, which, you know, that's something I would never even in, you know, my wildest dreams think of being an, an optimal thing to do. So, yeah. uh, but you know, stuff like that is, um, it, that's why I really like using those because it's just, you know, people know way more than I do. I mean, some, some people think that I know a lot, but I do take a lot <laughs> from, from, you know, resources that are around. I try my best to, to link those obviously for, you know, give credit where credit's due. But, and then when it comes to time to doing stuff like editing, um, doing the script is also kind of difficult because it depends on the video. There's some that I can just plan the script out right, right then and there and be like, all right, well, I'll just record the next day at the next day, send out the video and but stuff like the Professor Oak challenge and and the catch them all videos aren't you can't really do that. You have to play through the game or games and then you have to make the script and you kind of have to I, I'm, I'm going to go off in a little bit of tangent just for a second, just no, because it. it's yeah. it's, be, it's best to explain it this way. So initially, so for the red and blue and gold and silver catch them all videos that I did and, and I feel like I'm like not explaining what they are. So uh, the catch them all videos, what I would do is I would play three each version of a generation. So I play, for example, like red, blue, and yellow, and I would try and catch every single Pokemon, uh, it from that region 
or at least the, the Pokemon that was introduced into that region. So I'd catch every Kanto Pokemon, every Johto, every Hoenn, Sinnoh, and soon to be yeah. Unova when the when the time comes. But uh, <laughs> I would try to um, try to do that in 24 hours. And some some games are easy. Some games are really hard and you have to learn a lot of, of, of strategy strategies and tactics. Uh, but when it comes to actually <laughs> scripting those videos, what I did is I I've learned that timestamps are a thing. <laughs> Yes. And so when I did the red and blue and gold and silver videos, I didn't do that. And I, what I did, and it makes me so mad that I'm saying this now, but what I did is I would put um, the clips into Premiere. So I'd put all three games and I would sit down and I would watch. I mean, not exactly watch, but I would essentially watch from start to finish all three games playing at the same time. And I would note down when the special events happened. <laughs> which is not fun because you're sitting there for about uh, six hours. Yeah. Just knowing be like, yeah, okay. So this happens then. And then this, and this, this, and this, and this, and then you have some mess of a script at some point, but I started using timestamps and that made everything so much easier. So I can note, be like, all right, well this time frame, I did these three things, but then right after that, or during that moment, this other game did this. So that made a, uh, <laughs> saved me a lot of time in the process of, of making those videos. So that was, uh, <laughs> you yes. learn, you learn very quickly yes. that that's not a good idea. <laughs> I, th- I think that's everybody's as like, as a content creator, I feel like that's something that everybody goes through. Like if I look back on the first time, like I edited a podcast or I edited a video or something like that, I did it so inefficiently compared to the way I do it now. And I, I, there's just like always a learning process and it's something that I don't know. Nobody's teaching a course on like how to use Premiere or how to use Audacity. No. And, <laughs> and so like those don't exist and you just have to learn by doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I mean, the final, the final step of that obviously is just editing the video together, which in my opinion is now that I have, you know, with the timestamps and, mm-hmm. you know, I have all of my recording really set up and it's optimal. It's in, in the best quality that I can possibly make it. It makes it relatively easy it's definitely easier than it used to be it's not you know it's not a walk in the park by any means but um because you can like because you do you use premiere uh occasionally occasionally we yes go ahead (laughs) because i i I mean it doesn't really matter what the the video program is but i I believe that you can set like markers on each clip Mm -hmm. and so what i do is i set a marker and then it it like shows up in my timeline so i can just cut at that moment and be like all right well this is the next part of the video and just i just put it in it's like all right well where here's the the next marker from the other game and I put it in and just makes it way faster than just having, <laughs> having to look over everything. But that's, that's obviously the longest portion, but I think that that's the most enjoyable because I can put in little things like the, the corny jokes that I throw in here and there yeah. and, <laughs> and stuff like that. It, it's um, it adds, you know, I, I love, I love making videos and I did, you know, I took classes in, in high school for, for video editing and uh, stuff like Photoshop. So that, that, you know, I was really passionate about that. I didn't do that once I got out of high school, but um, you know, that's obviously like a a really great tool that I had that kind of pushed me to make more content wise. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I did the same thing. I I did a bunch of Photoshop stuff in high school and I mean, that helps a lot with like our graphics and everything and just, and making layouts (laughs) back. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I, I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, but for, you know, in, in total, depending on the videos, I would say um, I definitely don't spend an entire week, which I think that a lot of people 
assume that because I, I try to upload weekly, but it, it mm-hmm. usually doesn't work out because throughout all of those processes, something has to go wrong every single yes. time. <laughs> and I, I think that's every content creator can totally agree with that. There's not a perfect video that you can ever make. There's something, even if it's the most minuscule thing, there is something that's going to go wrong during that yes. process. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's, I would say for, for those kind of videos, they take over a week and I, you know, I always have my videos prepared ahead of time and I try and work on more video, uh, more than one video on a, uh, at one time, which kind of helps me from getting burnt out in a weird way. Cause I'm not like focusing on one thing the entire day, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, I would say it's stuff like, I don't know, it, 50, 60 hours to make Oof. a video depending yeah. on what it is. But I mean, when you, it sounds like a lot, but when you span it across a week and a half, that's, that's a normal nine to five job. Yeah, that's true. That so, true. yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, 50 <laughs> to 60 hours. I mean, to be fair, like we started doing time cards for what we're doing here on the podcast and everything. I looked at mine the other mm-hmm. day and it was like, I, I'd pulled like 20 hours in a week. And I was just like, mm, this isn't good. I shouldn't keep my time card anymore. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'd rather not know. I just want it to happen. As one one little disclaimer, the, the Professor Oak challenges are a completely different animal because those those take like a month to make a month and a half because those videos I'm, I'm not recording for like 300 hours, but I'm playing the game for like yeah. 300 hours. So, <laughs> so those people that are going to be like, that doesn't add up at all. I don't know how you do that in a week. I don't not even, not even close. Sometimes it's two months to work on stuff like that. So just, uh, just not throw that out there. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so, so what was like your favorite one to make out of all of these? Like, do you prefer doing one style over the other or is it just like a, a quote unquote palette cleanser, even though you're still just playing Pokemon for each one? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, every time I go into a video, there's never been a time where I've said like, oh, I hate, I hate making this video. Mm-hmm. I've never, I mean, obviously script writing is a different thing. I'm just like, wow, I really hate the way I'm writing <laughs> or something <laughs> of that sort. But, but when it comes to, to making videos, I would say the my favorite one was probably the fortress video because that was just something I just thought about when I was at my, at my old job, I was just thinking, I was like, wow, that's a really dumb idea for a video. Let's, let's do it right now. Yeah. Let's right when I get home, let's, let's do the research and figure it out. Cause I, you know, it's, um, it was just a really neat, like it was a neat idea. And I just thought that it was just a really interesting topic to to do a video on i don't really know how to how to word it better than that but um yeah that was just a lot of fun because i learned a ton of new things about about ribbons which is you know not (laughs) not a huge aspect of the game it doesn't sound entertaining um but when you're doing it it's it's pretty fun and you also um i also found out about the the reddit community who does the the ribbon challenges which is it's cool. I mean, people have been doing this longer than I even had that, you know, concept in my head. They've been doing it for years and it's, it's pretty neat that, you know, that they, uh, that they had an idea like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh man. Uh, so I mean, you've explained a lot about YouTube, but what do you do outside of it? Like what, what, what do you do when you're not making videos or playing <laughs> Pokemon for 50, 60 hours a week? Right. <laughs> uh, so I, to be honest, it's, it's becoming harder and harder. Obviously, like if, you know, it's my full time job. So yes. it's it's hard to to make the time outside of outside of YouTube to, you know, do everything that I really want to do. And I, I think I've I've always had this this mindset in my head and it really applies to a, a lot of things. So I always have these three things that you can do when it comes to like your life. So you have your job, um, your friends 
and like your hobby that you mm-hmm. have. And that can apply to things as well. Like for me, at least it's my job, my social life and my free time, which is essentially the same thing, Yeah. but that can apply to college, to uh, high school as well. And it's, it's the, the mindset that I have with that is that you can really only have two of those things. You can definitely have like a mash of all three of them, but if you dedicate your time to two of those things, you really, it's really, really hard to have that third thing. So having like working and, you know, having a social life that you don't have like your, your hobby in the middle, or you don't have your, your social life. You have hobbies and you also have your, your work at the same time. It's very hard, at least for me, I'm sure a lot of people are a lot better at time management than I am, but (laughs) it's, you know, that's how I've kind of, operated and i've been trying to get better at that you know because that's not exactly the most like healthy way to live but i i try to you know do (laughs) do all three of those things but it's it's definitely when i'm making the videos that i'm making it kind of gets difficult to to do stuff like go out and you know hang out with friends like I, i did it last night and i had a blast and and all stuff like that but it's i'm i'm not i can't like hang out with people five nights a week I feel like that a lot of people can't do that either with, you know, just a just a standard nine to five job or even mm-hmm. most YouTubers probably don't do that anyways, unless they're, you know, making big money and they can relax every week, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I outside of YouTube, I, you know, I like to spend time with, you know, my friends and family. I We have um, game nights every Saturday over at my friend's house. And, um, I've been, you know, it's a summer's coming around and the place, the the area that I live in, I live in uh, new England. So it's a lot of, or at least a portion that I live in, it's full of mountains and, and trees. And I've been trying to live like a, a more healthy lifestyle. So I've been trying to do, you know, like all the, all the trails, all the hikes that I can possibly do. And the time that I have, and, you know, that's obviously multi-purpose. I can spend time with my, my girlfriend. I can spend time with my friends. I can also get exercise, which, you know, when you're (laughs) sitting down for 10 (laughs) hours a day, it's a little not healthy. So that's, you know, that's something that's, that's always been on my mind. So I've always tried to to do stuff like that. But um, when it comes to uh, hobbies, like actual hobbies that I'm like super, super passionate about um, it's honestly, and it's really sad to say this, but it's, I just play more Pokemon (laughs) even outside of it. I realized that like two weeks ago, I was like, wow, this is kind of dumb. I'm, I spend the whole day playing Pokemon. And then like once I'm done, I'm like, all right, well, we're done for the day. Let's go play like, you know, platinum for a couple hours. (laughs) But but I do, I do play like, you know, my, my switch and, and stuff like that. But, um, I've been focusing, focusing a lot on like outside activities because of the, because of the summer coming around. So I understand that. (laughs) I absolutely, you go play Pokemon go, you go outside and, and, uh, and get your Pokemon fix. Yeah. It's, it's kind (laughs) of tough in my area though, which which is unfortunate because I really, I live in a really rural area and I have in, I would say, I don't know, maybe five Pokestops within the like <laughs> a very long distance. I have like two gyms in my area, so it's it's pretty yeah. rough playing. But yeah, if we if I go into like the bigger cities, it's a lot more fun. But it's mm-hmm. it's a it's quite a drive to to do stuff like that. Unfortunately, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I I guess that's pretty much all I have. I mean, are there any other future projects you you want to talk about or anything? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have. Um, uh, so the plan I'm trying to to figure out exactly how I'm going to 
like uh, in, incorporate it, but I would love to work on my videos live. So I'd like to do them with Twitch or if I can do them with YouTube, I'm kind of, I've been doing it a little bit on Twitch and by a little bit, I've done one stream in the past like month. So, uh, but I, I think that YouTube might be a good platform too to do it on. Cause I obviously have all, you know, hundred thousand yeah. people there. And obviously I'm not going to get that many people watching, but I feel like that's a, a better way to, you know, broadcast myself to them rather than yeah. having them go over to Twitch, even though like, I feel like that's, that's the majority of people is that they use that. But, um, I, you know, to put a long story short, I would like to do my streams live and I do have some videos that I'm planning and I would like to do some streams soon, um, regarding those. But, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's the the plan as for yeah. videos. I, I like to keep them a secret, but I have, there's some <laughs> really, really cool things that I, I got, uh, I got hold of um through some some ebay auctions which i'm oh, really really, I'm really excited, excited to that. show off yeah <laughs> um, yeah so that that specific one is going to be uh let me just check my calendar it would be uh june 7th hopefully is the, is the oh, day that i'd like to get okay. that out so i depending on when this, this podcast this, release, this, this would come out on uh june 3rd so oh, very timely right, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it should be around that time it's um obviously when it comes to my consistency i don't really have one so yes. you know I, I wouldn't i wouldn't bet on it but it, i've been trying to get them out every every friday or, or yeah. saturday so that's you know that's the plan but um yeah I, I try and keep them secret for the most part but I, if you follow me on twitter um at johnstone yt that's where i usually i post like really cryptic hints to my videos which i i love doing like obviously i could tell you what the video is but i really enjoy seeing what other people say because it works in two ways. So I can get them to, you know, get excited for the video that I'm putting out. But they can also, if they're wrong, they give me new suggestions for videos. <laughs> which works way better. Wow. <laughs> working so working just, all the angles. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I post all, like screenshots. So if you want to take your take your shots at, at what my next video is, I'll I'll probably post something in the next couple of days. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this is a good place to, to end it. Um, so before we leave though, where, where can everybody find you? Uh, so you can find me on YouTube and I actually just changed my URL. So this is a perfect time to plug this, yes. <laughs> uh, on, on everything you can find me at Johnstone YT. So J O H N S T O N E Y T. Um, so that works for, um, obviously for YouTube, for Twitter and for Twitch. I'm not really relevant or you know active on any of those other ones so um but i mean i'm open to suggestions if people want me to make a kid an instagram and <laughs> show my hikes of me <laughs> sweating yeah i mean <laughs> sure why not yeah <laughs> but, but yeah so i i do upload um usually every week i try my best to to crank out content as much as i can but yeah i mean if you just uh, keep in touch with me on twitter i'll be i usually tweet about once once or twice a day about my yeah. stuff so yeah definitely check me out <laughs> Well, thank you for again for being here. Uh, we really appreciate it having you on, uh, and it was really thank interesting you. listening to you talk. I mean, about all the things you're doing. I'm sorry so, if I talk too much. <laughs> no, it's great. This was great. This was absolutely perfect. Uh, so we we appreciate it. So I'm gonna switch gears and I'm gonna do my outro. So I will flip it on over. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. If you want more puckly goodness in your life, guys. You can, of course, check out the Puckle Plus feed where we have extra shows up. There will be Puckle Live this week as well as Puckle TCG Cast and I think Battlecast. We're all trying to get on a schedule again. Things are bumping around. Uh, we apologize for that mishap, but if you want that, you can go subscribe to Puckle Plus where we get more goodness happening. 
Uh, you can, of course, go and help the show out by following us on social media, whether it's over at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of those places where at Puckle Podcast. If you want to come and get more content, including Twitch streams where you can battle me for your, my gym badge, or you can even just come and battle me and hang out, you can go to twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, which is a great place to do that. You can also subscribe there with your Twitch Prime membership to help to support the show a bit. You can also support the show by going to our Tee Public store, where you can buy a host and variety of designs, including the Piddle shirts, as well as uh, the Puckle logo or just some PuckleCon shirts. Finally, you can go to patreon.com slash PucklePodcast, where you can go support the show, earn, get some cool badges, get some cool shiny Pokemon, do all that stuff over there. So go check out patreon.com slash PucklePodcast if you're interested in that. And I guess here, I am Trainer Thatch, and here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. As always, we here at Puckle would like to thank our patrons who help us make everything possible. So thank you to Trevor, Greg, Figer, Juicebox, Duly Noted, Tendleman, Keegan, the fluffiest ones we caught, Shamu, Snag, Dexio, Christian, Kyle, Miguel, Apollo, Rotted Mushroom, Mr. Panda, Ryan, Seth Vilo, Wade, Marcus, King Kavik, Alolan Dirks, Tank, Samuel, Claude Nine, Bodtech, Beauty and the Geek, Swampertata, Tori Harrington, Steve... R Sigma, Doc McStuffles, Josh the Golden Klefki, Angelic Forest, the British Gent, Trevor, Mark, TJ, Doc Knox, Dennis, Echo, Jonathan, Disco Calypso, Michael, Taylor, Colt, Maxi, Shambles, Tim, Andrew, Old Man Tup, David, Dark Shaggy, Chris, Aaron, Jeremy, Louise, Franco, Justin, Locke, Jordan, Jonathan, Graham, Greg, Alec, Mikey, Cuppy, Ozzy, Josh Ray, 
Halfle Reviews, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Nick, Dylan, Hoytku, Shira, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Kevin, Orange Avenger, Thomas, Curtis, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Asgurush, uh, Joseph, Travy, Cordell, Julia, Alex, and The Real EV. Thank you to all of you guys for supporting the show, helping us make an awesome Pokemon community, and we will be recording the next Puckle Live next week. So catch you guys on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.